I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. It's Amberly Lyons here, your chakra expert, energy and crystal connoisseur, and I'm also your trusty spiritual BFF. I'm the founder of Chakra Girl Co., which is a platform giving you all the tips and inspo to be intentional AF to live your best life and activate your chakras. We are going deep AF in this episode. I will say this is one of my most interesting and educational episodes that we've had in a while. We're talking to Kayoni Hanalei. He's the founder of Pohala Hawaiian Botanical. It is this amazing brand. I was in my, let me just give you the backstory here. I was in Maui. I went to this spa and I was immediately drawn to this table of, they were like facial mists and they had ferns on them and they all smelled so, so good. But there was one that I was just obsessed with and I bought it and it was the best thing I've ever sprayed on my face. Insert your dirty joke here, but we're going to go deep on how ferns are literally there to emotionally heal you. Okay. When I get that feeling, I want emotional fern healing. Okay. So we're talking about fern medicine, botanicals, Hawaiian healing rituals. We're talking about understanding our 103 human emotions. There's 103 human emotions and 103 ferns. I'm giving you so many spoilers. This is like seriously so interesting. And we're talking about releasing our emotional ruin and embracing the light. The list goes on and on with the insight from this man. He's such a gem. Can't wait for you guys to hear this, but God, this retrograde has been real. Facebook and Instagram went down. WTF, when has this ever happened? I've been running into people from my past and all the technical snafus, I can't even. And I feel like I've kind of been in two modes, this retrograde. I'm like either an LA socialite or I'm a Vancouver hermit and just hang out with my dog all day. But maybe that's balance. That's where I'm at these days. And I've, okay, well, speaking of being a hermit, I've been watching Real Housewives Ovs. I'm obsessed with Beverly Hills, you guys. I'm actually embarrassed to say that I only started watching like 
as of last season. And I'm just so, so obsessed. And I need to know out of my Real Housewives fans listening to the pod, who is Team Vanderpump and who is Team Teddy over Puppygate? I really need to know what you guys think because this is really haunting me. I really want to believe LVP, but honestly, I feel like Teddy is being the honest person here, which I mean... We're just going to have to see how it plays out. I hope you guys are as enthralled by the drama as I am. I will say Real Housewives of New York is kind of depressing so far, so we'll leave it there. If anything interesting happens, I'll make sure to bring it up. Anyways, that's the update on my life because Real Housewives is pretty much all I have going on right now. But let's get into the chakra tip. I did a Reiki session. Shout out to Lori Clark who is both my Reiki master, who taught me my ways, and my Reiki practitioner, who I go and see regularly. Um, If you're in Vancouver, go check her out. But she told me that I need to start calling upon Kuan Yin. And I was like, what the fuck is that? But then I did some digging. And then I kind of felt like an idiot because she's like the coolest goddess ever. So Kuan Yin is like the female Buddha but obviously better. And she represents beauty, love, compassion, and protection. And she has this just very like motherly vibe. And here's the crazy thing is that all along, even though I had no idea who Kuan Yin was, I had a little Kuan Yin statuette in my office. I thought it was a skinny Buddha, but then I saw what Kuan Yin looks like. And then I'm like, okay, well, my skinny Buddha has boobs. What the hell? It's Kuan Yin. And I cannot, for the life of me, remember where I got this thing. I think I maybe bought it in Bali. I don't know. I don't know. And the other wild thing is that Kuan Yin is usually sitting on this purple lotus. And also in Bali, I got a tattoo of a purple lotus. I'm actually getting it removed because it looks like a bruise. But still, it's there. Clearly, Kuan Yin's been trying to reach me, and now I'm really embracing it. So this ties in with my chakra shout-out. Have you guys heard of or done a meditation with or, I don't know, just seen online Alana Fairchild? DM me if you follow her. Maybe I want to have her on the show. She's just like really, really cool. And she is all up on the Kuan Yin vibes. She created a card deck, which I bought immediately when I saw it. And it's like an or- it's like Oracle cards. So every day you pick one and it gives you a little message. And it tells you how to like call on Kuan Yin, which is what my Reiki person told me to do. And I really did not know. I was like, what do you mean call on her? But basically this card deck gives you like a little practice and a little meditation to do to call on this element of Kuan Yin. So, and it's really interesting because every day that I've used this, so I've been using the card deck for six days. The first two days I got the same card. And then on the third day I got a different card. But then on the fourth day I got the same as the third day. And then on the fifth day, I got a different card. Then on the sixth day, I got the same as the fifth day. So I keep getting the same card two days in a row. I mean, that probably would have been an easier way to explain it to you guys, but whatever. So, I mean, I like to think that it's real. And they've been very, very accurate for what I need. And each of them has a little meditation. And I actually pulled a card for you guys. And the card that I pulled for you guys, it says, Spin the Silken Thread Divine. 
So I'm just going to read the first little bit. So it says in creating precious silks, there's a sorting process, sifting out that which is broken to find that which is precious and pure. You're commencing a new cycle, beloved, and it is time to allow for that which is more precious and pure that which you wish to take with you into the future to continue and to release that which does not align with your true heart. Sometimes we need to help ourselves access the new cycle by releasing vows from this or other lifetimes, releasing old emotional patterns, calling in wisdom and talents from past lifetimes. You are guided to accept this healing now. Jeeps. I know I needed that one. So today I want you to get really clear on what you're carrying on with. What are the things that are serving you? What are the things that you are doing that are, you know, lighting you up and serving your purpose? And what are the things you need to let go? And maybe you can forgive yourself because you can just say, oh, maybe it was from another lifetime. And then you don't have to feel bad about it. So there's your tidbit, guys. Okay, let's get into this episode. I was going to say website. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, anyways, wait, before we do that, I'm going to link you guys to the Kuan Yin Oracle. Uh, Kuan Yin is spelt in like a million different ways, but this one is K-U-A-N-Y-I-N and then it's Oracle by Elena Fairchild. These cards are amazing, not sponsored, but open to it. Go check them out. And you guys, this episode is so freaking good. You're going to love it. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. We are here today with Kayoni Hanale. He's the founder of Pahala Hawaii Botanicals, which is hand and wild crafted native Hawaiian botanicals. Okay. I'm obsessed. He's a true spiritual expert and just so magnetic. I started following Kayoni after my recent trip to Hawaii when I bought one of his amazing fern mists and I became immediately obsessed and knew I had to have him on the show to teach us all about ferns. It's totally new to me. So welcome to the show, Kayoni. Aloha. I'm so, so happy to share the space with you. Aloha. Aloha. Okay. Well, that's the vibe we're going with today. I love it. (laughs) So we start the show with some rapid fire questions. Are you ready? I'm, I'm so ready. Okay. What is your daily ritual? Okay. Yeah. Daily rituals, right? So, you know, <laughs> my, like my grandmother, my tutu, um, she pretty much taught me everything I know about spirituality, Hawaiian spirituality. And what's so interesting about ritual is that she taught me the first 10 minutes of our day is the most important part um, mm. of our day. You know, that's how we greet our day. That's how we set the tone for the day. Mm. So the first thing I do is I locate the, the sun mm. and um, I always greet the sun and just really bask in that energy of the sun and um, just proclaim certain things that I'm, I'm grateful for. Mm. And that's how I start. That's my, my morning ritual. I love that. So what about the days that you just like, don't feel grateful and you're just like, wake up in like a wrong space? Like, how do you flip it? That's actually kind of like interesting because those are, the, that's actually the really fun part about really digging deep inside and being like, I really need to locate what I'm grateful for. Yeah. Otherwise that is going to set my tone for the day that, you know, my day is going to be this day of burden and you know, the energy is going to be so off. So like, it's actually really fun when you really have to work to locate what you're grateful for, yeah. because it becomes like this really cool expedition, you know, <laughs> you gotta dig deep and find it. I love it. Um, okay. What is your go-to crystal or essential oil? 
Oh, okay. Well, okay. So I make essential oils. Mm-hmm. And so the, my go-to is always um, ferns, regardless yeah. of what kind of fern it is, just a fern blend. Just, you know, there are in Hawaiian, we have 103 ferns and they represent 103 emotions. So, you know, when we talk about how we're setting the tone for the day and other ritual for the day. So like, if I'm feeling especially grateful for something, something in particular, I'm going to reach for a certain emotion you know or if I feel like a certain emotion is really what's going to help set the tone for the day then that's the oil that I'm going to reach for and um, as far as like crystals or stones like I really gravitate towards what is really um, specific to Hawaii so I'll grab for like olivine or obsidian or something like that that's really, really specific to Hawaiian culture. If you were stranded on an island with only one fern, which one would you have? Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm making you pick favorites. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, this is so interesting because, okay, I'm just going to say one because it's super fun and it is a fern called makali'i and it's the fern of the emotional euphoria. Mm. So like, I mean, really? Like, wouldn't you want to be stuck on a yeah. with euphoria? You'll just be pretty like, bored if you're not in euphoria, I think. Totally, totally. That's like the mega astro travel. So yeah, I'll pick makali'i for this Okay, <laughs> fun. What is a book you're currently reading? Um, Or even just like your favorite book that has like helped you the most. Oh, wow. So I, I love to read books on uh, Hawaiian ferns, of course. Mm -hmm. So like, um, there's a book called La'au Lapa'au and it's ancient Hawaiian traditional medicine. And it's a really, really old book. But what I love about it is that it's very true to the craft and the art of ancient Hawaiian healing. Mm. Um, so it hasn't been distorted. So that's that's something that has always been close to me. And, you know, actually, it's something, a book that's more mainstream mm-hmm. that I really love is it's called The, the Heart of Darkness by Conrad. Oh. And, and the, the movie Apocalypse Now was... Um, made up um, after that, but it's about the human condition and how we've have strayed so far into self-shame mm. that we're in such repulsion of ourselves. And it really gives us insight on, on how that can be, you know, yeah. like how have we fallen out of self-love to the point where we were repulsed by not just ourselves, but everyone around us. Mm. But that, that read is really interesting just to see the, the condition of the human spirit. Okay, I think I manifested you telling me that because I need to. I, I this was I. So just so you guys know that are listening, um, <laughs> I was on a like spiritual healing session on my call link that I sent to Kaoni. So if you got to listen to my spiritual healing session by accident, <laughs> which was hilarious, um, but. In that session, it was really yeah. We we kind of spoke about the same things. How like people are just not loving themselves and it's the only way to clear it is to like remove those like patterns and it's not as much about like adding things in as it is about like awareness and like removing them I don't know if that's the same context of the book but I'd definitely be interested in checking that out yeah that that's definitely it yeah it's called the heart of darkness and it's by Conrad and it's a brilliant brilliant book and it's an easier read it's not too intimidating Mm -hmm. but it's just really packed with beautiful insight about the human condition. So Mm -hmm. I definitely recommend it. 
Okay. Love. So what is something you indulge in that you think most good spiritual people don't do? Uh, champagne. Oh, okay. Love. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> well, here at Shock Girl Radio, we are just total lushes. So we're okay with that. <laughs> no judgment here. <laughs> more of a red wino, but that's okay. <laughs> okay, so let's talk more about you. Tell us your story. How did you come across fern healing and how has it helped you? Okay, so when I was born, my grandmother in Hawaii, we call it Hanai, and she adopted me. Oh. And for the first five years of my life, I lived with my grandmother and she was super, super traditional, Hawaiian traditional. Mm-hmm. And one of uh, the really, really huge aspects of, of her upbringing and her life is fern medicine. And fern medicine is all about emotional intelligence. And I had spoken um, before about there being 103 um, ferns in the Hawaiian pantheon. So that means that there are 103 human emotions that we we are to master, integrate, express in order to really understand um, ourselves, energy, and consciousness. Mm. And so today, we don't really understand emotions because we meet them in two different places. We never meet them in their now. They're never allowed to express themselves naturally. We either meet them in a, in a place of fear of aversion. We, we fear them. We don't, want to, we don't want to meet it. Things such as pain. Mm. Um, so we're in constant battle with it. And then on the other side of the spectrum, we meet it with a sense of craving and lack. Like I talked about makali'i, euphoria. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I, I need more of that. Or if we're feeling it, all we're concerned about is how to make it stay. We're not actually existing within that moment. Yeah, so what Fern Medicine teaches us is how to pause, integrate, and allow emotions to express themselves naturally without us attempting to, uh, attempting to control them. Mm-hmm. And that's really significant because the human, um, the human condition as it is now is we are obsessed with control. Mm-hmm. We're obsessed with control. And so emotions are not identified within their true essence. And that's really what's going to bring us to understanding our consciousness. Mm, wild. <laughs> so I'm obsessed with this. So you, so you were a child when you came across it. So, um, so when did you kind of start incorporating it as not only into your life, but as a business? And like, how did that, like, how did you so deeply resonate with this one modality? Like, was there something that you went through, um, you know, that it helped you heal? Um, or what did that kind of look like from like learning about it when you were a kid to being like, okay, this is my purpose is to share this with the world. Right. And, you know, we all hear about the dark night of the soul. So when I, when I was five, um, I moved back with my parents and we lived pretty much very Western, you know, like middle class. And so I was kind of torn away from that really traditional, like holistic esoteric world mm-hmm. that I, that I grew up in, in until I was five. And I was really bizarre. I was peculiar because I wasn't like the other kids because I was very, very traditional And so I made a choice at five years old that I wanted to be like everyone. So I decided to imitate everyone around Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. and I gave up my sovereignty. And that was a contract that I had signed. And I pretty much stayed loyal to that contract all through high school into college. I even went to school because I felt like that's what I needed to do. I didn't want to go to college. Mm -hmm. I didn't think. What did you go to school for? 
I went to school for history and I became an elementary school teacher. Okay. Well, that's not, that's not too, at least it wasn't like, I don't know, tech or something. <laughs> or something about like Wall Street and, you know. Yeah, like, Wall Street. <laughs> I was on Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, there's always something saying that I wasn't being genuine and in my essence, I wasn't honoring my sovereignty. And like every year that passed by, I did not feel fulfilled. I didn't feel complete, even though I had the things that said, oh yeah, this, this makes you a successful person, you know, like a good job, a nice car, like, you know, a, a very comfortable bank account, but there's always something missing. And it was my sovereignty. It was, it was my, my essence. And so about, I'm 30, I'm, I'm about to be 38. And so about two years ago, I was like, I just woke up and I said, you know, I was doing my ritual and I realized I'm like, my ritual for the last like 25 years has been a lie. <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. I'm not grateful for these little kids. <laughs> 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 and so I was like, wow, okay, this can't be it. This can't be it. And so I, I quit my job. Mm-hmm. I I got rid of so many material things. And I was just like, okay, what nourishes me? I have to determine what nourishes me. And it always took me back to my first five years with, with Tutu, with my grandma. And, and everything that we did, and in particular, ferns. Mm-hmm. And emotional intelligence and like those moments where I was allowed, where I allowed my emotions to express themselves freely. I felt so liberated. And so I said, okay, that's it. I determine what nourishes me. Now it's time for me to commit and to be disciplined. So Mm -hmm. like sister, there were moments when I quit my job and I had no money and I was like, I am at the verge of deprivation. Yeah. But because I stayed true to my purpose, as you said, um, things always arrived or presented themselves for me, mm. you know, in order for me to collaborate and, and it slowly gained momentum to where, you know, I launched my website. I started making the medicinals and, and, and people were contacting me. Magazines were contacting me, stores, spas were contacting me. And it, the best and that- podcast ever contacted you. And right, <laughs> and you contacted me. No, and yeah, like whenever you when you like step into like your purpose, it just works. Like I don't know when you say yes to yourself. I love that. And while you were doing that, you're probably using the ferns as well. Like, were there any specific ones that you were using when you were going through that hard time when you were like, I don't know if this is going to work. Like, what did your kind of fern healing process look like on yourself when you were going through that transition? Definitely. And that was like one of the the greatest gifts is because I am Akamai or I am wise to know what these ferns represent. So I knew exactly who to resource. Mm -hmm. A big one was a fern called Palapalai and it represents emotional discipline. And I definitely resource Palapalai. There's a fern called Vaikau and Vaikau holds the codes to courage. Mm -hmm. You know, courage is, is, is kind of misunderstood. Courage actually, the root is from French, courage, mm. and wholehearted. And you know, when a lot of people think of courage, they think, oh, physical strength, right? Mm. I'm strong, I'm gonna like defeat my enemies. But like 
courage, courage is wholehearted, that we really commit to something. And so Vaikao was huge in my ascension. I love that. And I always say, well, similarly to that, I always say, um, like, I don't like the words like willpower or like discipline. Like I would rather use the word like self-compassion because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's not, it doesn't have to be like hard and like so rigid. as mass. Yeah. Rigid. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Love that. So my husband has had this cold flu hybrid situation for like, I swear, two months. And he's just, he was literally like hacking up a lung all night and I forced him to sleep in the guest room. So we decided we need to clear the air with an air purifier. That is, you like what I did there? But seriously, we got the molecule air purifier because it's the only one that actually destroys air pollutants at a molecular level. I'm not a scientist or anything, but molecules are like really small and it does not just capture them, but it completely destroys them and destroys the full shebang of indoor air pollutants, including those that are a thousand times smaller than your basic bee filtration situation. So Molecule has this new technology. And here's a little history fact for you kids. Molecule's technology is the first breakthrough in air purification since 1940 with the invention of the HEPA filter during World War II. And even though it seems like the U.S. government is still in 1940, I prefer my air to be clean with that new, new. All right, guys, I have a lot of meditating to do. I can't meditate properly when you're breathing in tufts of dog hair and pollutants. 49% of people with allergies said that there was a remarkable difference in their symptoms when they used a molecule air filter. And I even heard through the grapevine that one customer said that they were able to breathe through their nose for the first time in 15 years. And oh my God, I hope they didn't come back to it smelling and realize that they had like a very terrible BO situation the whole time because that would have been terrible. But anyways, Molecule has a clean design with a high quality experience. It's been called the Apple of Air Purifiers. I'm calling it the Celine of Air Purifiers. It's sleek. It's sexy. You can show it off. You know how much I love to show off. Molecule's technology has been personally effective and verified by science, but most importantly, it's been tested by real humans with real noses, except for the people in Beverly Hills. Molecules already helped allergy and asthma sufferers around the country better cope with their conditions and significantly reduce their symptoms. So if you have allergies, guys, get the molecule. I'm telling you, it is amazing. Plus they're giving you $75 off your first order. That's like a month yoga membership, guys. So visit M-O-L-E-K-U com. So it's like molecule, but with a K instead of a C. And you know how much I love when people use K's instead of C's, like all the Kardashians. So again, $75 off your first order and it's M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E.com. And at the checkout, you enter code chakra, $75 off with code chakra, go get it and just enjoy better air guys. So out of these 103 emotions and 103 ferns, what do you think are like the most common that have come across, like, I don't know, in the people that you've worked with or in the people that you've seen, like, are there kind of some like top ones that the world needs most right now? Yeah. And this is super (laughs) interesting because you're just explaining, you're like, you know, it's, it's all about the words we choose, right? Yeah. So one, one fern that's huge right now, his name is Kilaupuil, and he is the fern of emotional ruin. Mm. And 
ruin people when they see, when they hear that and it's like oh my gosh that puts us into the fear aversion right like oh I, I just don't want to face it mm-hmm. but what ruin is is ruin reduces our attachments mm-hmm. and it allows us to liberate ourselves from bondage because we've been so conditioned that we have accumulated so much data and a lot of the data is useless this is all patterns and habits and what Ruin does is Ruin comes in and, and such a gentleman, you know, holds us and says, <laughs> I'm going to assist you in detaching and reducing your attachments. And, and that has been, at last year, I worked with a lot of people. I make an oil, I make a hydrosol. We, we worked intensely with Kilau Puel and helped a lot of people reduce their attachments so that they could be lighter. Mm. And really accept and receive the abundance that awaits our birthright. Yeah. So what are the steps that we can take to look at our darkness or our emotional ruin and release it? Great question. So the best thing we can do is determine what nourishes us and determine what puts us in deprivation. And we have to be very, very courageous in doing so because our psyche is going to want to trick us. Mm. Our addictions are going to want to trick us. You know, they're going to get these two things mixed up, totally mixed up. They're going to put what nourishes us in the deprivation. They're going to put what mm-hmm. puts us in the, deprivation and the nourishment. So we really have to pause. It's all about pausing and integrating. So we pause we allow, we allow ourselves to just be in this moment of stillness. And then we really, really observe exactly what nourishes us and what puts us in deprivation. And then once we determine that, then we know how to make those reductions. Mm, that's, I know, I think like it's, and then it's so hard to look at it, but just taking the time to like, be honest with yourself. Like, I don't <laughs> like using your example of sometimes we look at something, you know, as kind of like something that's holding us back when it's actually something that would heal us, like going to the gym. I'm like, going to the gym makes me miserable. I should not be doing that. But it's like, okay, no, that's something that's actually going (laughs) Or even just taking the 30 minutes to meditate or 30 minutes to have a daily or whatever it is. Like people are like, I can't, that's going to harm my schedule. It's going to harm my like ability to be successful, but it's like, no, it's going to heal you. It's going to make you move forward on emotional intelligence. I'm guessing you don't watch the bachelor, but that was a word that was thrown around a couple seasons ago on on the bachelor. (laughs) And what happened was like, a lot of people didn't understand the concept. So can you tell us like, in your words, like what does emotional intelligence mean to you? Yeah, definitely another great, great question. So, um, you know, emotions is is our pure energy and it's energy which nourishes us. It's energy which um, only wants for our happiness and our fulfillment and our wholeness. And so if we attempt to control um, or subjugate our emotions, um, then that's the, that's the opposite of emotional intelligence. And that's what's kind of interesting to, to explain to many people is that uh, we're not aware that we're controlling our emotions at every single moment. Mm-hmm. So emotional intelligence is when we're able to pause and simply be the witness to our emotions. And that's kind of complicated when we talk about witnessing our emotions because it's like, hey, aren't we one and the same? You know, like, yeah. like don't we don't aren't we like we work side by side, but truly, truly, like emotions are really a very spiritual and a very it's a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. 
And so if we're able to pause and just allow these, these, um, energies to express themselves through us, we are like the conduit, we're a vehicle, you know, that's emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. And it's, so it's really sister, when we talk about emotional intelligence, it's all about finally releasing control and no longer being subjugated to control. Mm, I love that. And yeah, I feel like especially just like being, we're we're so in our heads now. It's like, how do we even know like what we're feeling? Because we're like already on to the next thing or, you know, overanalyzing something in our heads. So just taking that time is so, so key. Um, So for someone who's like super overwhelmed, like maybe their job isn't working out, their relationships aren't working out, and they're just kind of in this cyclical self-sabotage mode, where can we go deeper with our emotional intelligence when it feels like there's just so much effing work to do and they don't know where to start okay great another great question so and you kind of talked about this um just before you asked that but so we apply logic way too much Mm -hmm. we want reason to figure everything out for us but truly and you hear a lot of spiritual people talk about this now but we're entering into a feminine shift Mm -hmm. so what is a feminine shift a feminine shift means we're dropping into heart space and we're dropping into intuition and so ma- the masculine rules logic and reason. So masculine is super helpful when we're in spaces of survival and defense. And that's why the divine masculine is the protector. But the divine masculine is not to rule. It is not to govern. The feminine is to govern because we are governed by heart and we're governed by intuition. But we, um, we persist because of logic and reason and the masculine. So that's truly what that's about. So it's to drop into heart space and to drop into intuition, to no longer get so, so, so obsessed with trying to figure everything out with logic. And that, and you, and you know, your advice was really great. Like meditation, mm-hmm. stillness, something where we can drop into heart space and intuition is super helpful, especially if we get super, super overwhelmed. And it takes, it takes practice, you know, to get it and to get out of your head so much. Yeah. And I love what you said about like women are meant to govern and not only like women are, should be the government, like actual women should be the government, but like everyone has both masculine and feminine energy. So for, you know, myself or a female entrepreneur, we're constantly in the masculine, like trying to like get shit done and like being assertive and all that. But in order to see the success, you have to be coming from the heart and you have to really be governing your business from your heart center and from your intuition. So that's such a good reminder because I think people get so caught up in like the strategy and like the action and the steps, but it's like, if you can really tap in, you probably have to do less work, which I'm all about and, (laughs) and it'll just feel better. And like people will feel more supported and it's just better vibes all around. So Tap into those hearts, guys. Tap um, into the hearts. Yes. So do different ferns correlate with different chakras? Interesting you say that because that is a huge, huge question I've been getting recently. Mm-hmm. So, you know, of course, I explore that on a personal level. And, you know, if I were to make a list of all the human emotions and then you would, you know, and if you were Akamai or you're... Um, if, if you know what the different um, chakra centers sort of represent, then you could definitely um, make your own alignment. Mm-hmm. But like, for instance, like the root chakra, you know, it's all about 
um, foundation. Mm-hmm. So something like Ojialehua, um, which is pain, and we talked about this before, pain is definitely with the root chakra. You know, there's another one called Pala'a, and that's conception. That is definitely root chakra. There is one Uluhe, and that is creation, and that is root chakra. And then we can go all the way up to... Um, to like the crown chakra right now in 2019 we're experiencing the year of pomoho fern pomoho fern is a fern of illumination that is definitely a crown chakra fern i love that i think i mean and i feel like i can feel that like people are starting to like open up more um and like be more in flow so super exciting so with the so with your products so how tell us how it works so like you spray the mist on you but like what's actually happening Okay, so everything that I make is either fermented, distilled, um, steam distilled. I also do enfleurage method methods. So this is you know very traditional ways of making these botanicals. But um, so like you have a you have a spray called Lua Trifecta, mm-hmm. and it has bamboo. Um, it has palapalai fern and it has kaapiapi fern. And that traditionally was used, those three ingredients, those three botanicals were traditionally used in ancient Hawaii as an energy exchange mechanism. So a lot of healers would resource these botanicals because it would allow them to drop into empathy. Mm-hmm. So they truly feel um, the other person. You know, this is how true healing worked in the ancient days. You know, yeah. we didn't have x-rays or things like that. The people were x-rays, you know, they would simply tune in to the other person and say, I, I have felt you. Yeah. Um, I know exactly, you know, the target area. I know what's going on. And so like the one you have, Lua Trifecta, mm-hmm. um, that, that is used as a, as a mechanism to drop into empathy. Which is wild because I was drawn to this one while I was hosting a retreat. Right. Yeah. So did, <laughs> is, it, is it kind of the same thing with crystals where like your body knows that you need it and you'll kind of like be attracted to that scent? Yeah. And, and so, you know, I do the way I make these medicine, these medicinals is the true way that the ancients have done. Even, you know, this is the way that Thoth of the Egyptians and Inanna of the Sumerians, they prescribed it. It's the 40 days, 40 nights. And then after you reduce the botanical matter after the extraction into ash. And that is how you make an elixir. You know, like if we talk about esoteric medicine, they call it elixirs, right? Mm -hmm. True medicine. And so that means that it's invigorated with life force. So like the medicine will literally act as a magnet and it will call people towards it. And this has been like my experience with so much of the medicine is like some shops, they'll have it like tucked in the corner, you know? And then like, they're like, it's amazing because people go directly to it and it's kind of out of the way. It's like, yeah, of course. (laughs) I love that. They're like, no, go directly towards the $300 thing. (laughs) (laughs) We're hiding this. (laughs) That's, that totally, well, and in this, the shop that I bought it, there was so much stuff, but like I, literally went directly to them and they were, it was just, I love that. And I think we at an an energetic level, like, no. So is there like a vibrational thing going on as well? Like do the ferns like let off a certain vibration that we connect to? Yeah. Yeah. So like, like, you know, every individual fern has an individual emotion. So like what I love about it is that, you know, if I were to, if I were to lay out, um, different medicinals without a label but of course i know what emotion it is 
And it's so interesting to see how people are gravitated towards certain ones. And it's definitely because that emotion is saying, hey, this is the field of influence for you right now. Resource me. This is an emotion that is really in your best benefit so that you can attain your fulfillment. So it's really interesting how they work like that. It's very mysterious. Okay. So when I'm going through something, I want to make sure it just is over with ASAP. And sometimes I need to call in reinforcements. Did you know that you can actually get online counseling with a company called BetterHelp? I'm obsessed with the idea that you can literally lay in bed and eat ice cream while you're resolving your issues with a professional. It's amazing because you can connect with professional counselors in a safe and private online community. And I can just cuddle with my dog at the same time. Chakra babes are so busy and they've got a lot going on. So with BetterHelp, you can actually just do stuff at your own time. Do it on your own pace. Do it with video, phone. You can even text with your therapist for those quick little support needs. And I mean, who doesn't just want to like text with their counselor? But like I said, they're all licensed professionals. So you can't really be asking them about Real Housewives, but they will help you with depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, and it's all 100% confidential. And if for whatever reason you don't feel like you vibe with your counselor, you can get a new one. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And there's literally 3,000 people to choose from, from over 50 states. And you don't even have to be in the same state. You don't even have to be in the same country to sign up and get the support. It's hashtag worldwide um, because it's all online. So you don't need to sit in a stuffy office reading a TV guide from 1993. You can text, chat, phone, and or video and have your first communication with someone within 24 hours from your computer, mobile web, Android, or iOS. And since they have such broad expertise, it's amazing because the expert doesn't have to live in your city. So it just really expands your possibilities. You can schedule weekly sessions or more and financial aid is available for those that qualify. It's secure, convenient, professional, affordable. But remember, this is not a crisis line. So I guess I can't be texting my counselor every time I read People magazine. Best of all, it's totally affordable. And Chakra Girl Radio listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code Chakra. So why not get started today? Work through whatever is holding you back. Go to betterhelp.com slash Chakra. Simply fill out the questionnaire. They'll assess your needs. They'll match you with the counselor and you will love it. So it's betterhelp.com slash Chakra and you're getting 10% off your first month. So you've got the sprays. What else? Do you want to list the things that you have and like what the difference is between them, like the different kind, not not necessarily the different um, mixed like formulations, but like the different types of products, like the sprays and whatever else there is. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, I definitely have sprays, um, mm-hmm. you know, that can be body or room, linen. I spray it right in my face. <laughs> oh, I, I do the same thing. <laughs> and all over my body and in my room and on my pillow. It's so good. And I also make, I, I make essential oils and essential oils. I'll also dilute with a carrier so that, you know, it can last longer. So I have yeah. a different variety of, of oils. And then I also have medicinal tinctures, um, which are used as medicine, you know, any kind of routine that you have when you take your tinctures, your medicines. I also have edible hydrosols, which are pretty much like tinctures, but they're just a little more subtle. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the medicine I make, especially the ferns, can be very powerful. Mm-hmm. So the hydrosols are really good as somebody um, 
you know, because, hey, facing our emotions sometimes can be like overwhelming, mm-hmm. you know, especially if we're still, if we're still in a, um, in that doggy dog world, you know, it's kind of like drastic to go from like this hardcore lifestyle to all of a sudden you're just like flooded with emotions. It can I be know. very overwhelming. So sometimes like the- I'm like, I wish I was naive. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? The ignorance is this, right? Yeah, <laughs> totally. And then I also make um, Enfleurage, which is like a body pomade um, made from different botanicals. Enfleurage is probably my favorite to make only because it is the most ancient form uh, that was created by the Neolithic people. Mm-hmm. So this is like caveman medicine. Oh. Yeah. And it's the, it's the, the first way procedure that the cavemen um extracted fragrances from mm. from botanicals and so, so it's a pomade like it's in a little tub and you it's like you rub it on your body yeah it's like, i love that oh cool mm-hmm. okay love that body it's like a, a salve or a pomade but it's my favorite one to make because whenever i make it i'm so aware yeah. Like, this is how they did it, like, you know, 20, 30,000 years ago. And it yeah. just makes me feel so connected, you know? Yeah, that's so cool. So, what are you working with right now? What, what uh, ferns are you working with? Well, like I was saying, 2019 is the year of Pomoho fern. It is a energetically yeah. feminine fern and she represents illumination, crown chakra realness. Mm-hmm. And so, it is just blowing. It is just you know, blowing the the veil open and illumination is all about disclosure and like, just like everything is in the light, even the uncomfortable things. And that's mm-hmm. why it can be uncomfortable because we just have to face the truth. Facing our <laughs> darkness. I've been doing it all morning. <laughs> uh, I love it. So, okay. So what's another little practice? So people, they've like done the meditation, they slow down, they figure out what their darkness is. They've got this, you've, they've got your products. What else can you tell them to do to just like move into light? What's another hot tip? Well, definitely like locate your darkness, but like, we're also so aware of our, our light, you know, what nourishes. And so, you know, uh, the, the best thing I can say is like really, really teach yourself how to go through integrations. And this, this can very drastically. Like for me, I've tried still meditation like half my life. It didn't work until one day I started to run. After running about a mile, I dropped into theta hardcore. Mm. And that was a huge meditative state. And then it, that persists till now. So like determine, find out however, I like to call it drop into theta. You know, Mm. theta is that, that brainwave right before REM. Mm. It's a conscious wake. And that's when um, we really go into deep seated integrations. And so however you can drop into theta, some people, they play instruments. Some people it's when they sing. It's Mm. some people, it's their artwork. Um, I know one woman that she drops into theta hardcore and I've seen her like go into trance when she's crocheting, (laughs) you know? So it's like, however, and it's so important to incorporate your creativity into that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, because I've met so many people who feel like the only way to go into theta is meditation and they'll Mm -hmm. torture themselves, not working, 
So, so try other avenues and find what works for you. Find what works. What about watching Real Housewives? Does that count? You know what? (laughs) (laughs) I actually, like for the first time, I was like sitting on the couch and like, I don't know how this happened, but it was like three episodes in. I'm like, whoa, I haven't moved. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. It's so good. (laughs) Something about watching people scream at each other that is just really settling and makes me appreciate my life. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. You know, I, I, because I was like thinking about, I'm like, how did this happen? (laughs) We're in theta state. (laughs) I was like, you know what? Because it's like a referential point. Like you're just saying. You know, yeah. when you see other people's behavior, you're like, wow, you're really allowing yourself to reference your yeah. own behavior or how you or how you greet the world. So it was really interesting. So yeah, totally. <laughs> you heard it here <laughs> first, guys. Housewives are spiritual. <laughs> oh, okay. So fun. Let's move on to the next segment called Manic Moments and Manifesting, where we talk about the last meltdown that we experienced and the last thing we manifested. So I can go first. So for my meltdown, I'm just going to say that I had a self-care meltdown the entire month. We were like entertaining. We had people staying with us. We hosted dinner parties. We had my mom staying with us. Wow. Oh my God. And having that much energy in my home was so much. I locked myself in my room a couple of times and like meditated and had a bath and like that was fine. But at the end, I was literally being such a bitch to everyone and was ready to get back into a routine. So hot tip, don't overcommit, set boundaries. Boundaries is the word of the year for me. And yeah, just always plan how to self-care around the craziness. Mm-hmm. Um, my manifestation, I just had, like I was mentioning, the most wild call with Shaman Derek. I didn't manifest it per se. I took the action to make it happen, but I've been like hearing about him everywhere, like listening to all these podcasts he's been on and we're going to have him on the show too. And you guys, it was wild. He called me out on all my bullshit, which is exactly what I needed, (laughs) but in the most loving way. Um, and he like, he's like, okay, I'm going to tap into your husband's psyche too, or my, your husband's files. And then he's like telling me everything about my husband. I'm just like, Oh my God. Like it was just so crazy. He did this, like basically like I don't even know, energy clearing where it was like so powerful that I was sweating and like coughing and like, it was just so wild. So check out Sean and Derek guys. It was, it was a, it was real. It was real. (laughs) The the, like the one minute I got, I was so tempted to just like spy. (laughs) What did you hear? What did you hear? I heard you going into your primal. And oh then, yeah and he was like coaching you and I was like oh my gosh this is like for me this is because I love the primal oh. so I'm like no 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 this is not how I'm going to start off my relationship with Amber <laughs> that's fine <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so funny oh my gosh yeah it was like it was wild like he was making me like cough and like laugh it was it was wild. It was real. It was wild. Go check it out. I'm glad that uh, that that you got to witness part of it, and now you know this was a sign for you. You need to see. Totally. Um, okay. So, what was your last meltdown? Okay, my last meltdown was really interesting. So, um, on social media, on Instagram. So, you know, I'll post several. I'll, I'll post often with me without a shirt, and you know, like you know, yeah, just go because- follow him, guys. Go follow. Him. <laughs> Just me being in total self-love, you know, and self-love yeah. also means like loving our body, right? Mm-hmm. And being able to express ourselves through our body if we so choose. 
Mm-hmm. And so I received this scathing comment from someone saying, you know, just, just really shaming me for, for Is it two a girl years. or a guy? It was a girl. Really? Yeah. And for just shaming me, you know, just calling me names and saying, you know, you're not spiritual. If you choose to show your body, you're not spiritual. Oh, you're- goodness. Yeah. So, um, it, but it affected me because that shame, you know, that shame, yeah. it, it's a trigger for all yeah, of us, totally. you know, regardless of what kind of shaming it is, just to, to feel so condemned mm-hmm. by someone, especially when it's so erroneous, because what we're doing is we're expressing ourselves and mm-hmm. we may choose to express ourselves however we want. Especially when you're like, it's coming, it's like a vul- all the things that you're sharing, including your chest, <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. vulnerable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're going out there and you're sharing about your emotions and you're talking about things that are really deep that are hard to talk about. And then for someone to like pass judgment, whether, you know, whether you know they're totally wrong or not, definitely affects you. Right. Right. So, so I had like a meltdown and, you know, I call it a tantrum where like, I was like, I was trying to think of all the ways that I could retaliate and react. Mm -hmm. And so luckily, you know, I snapped myself and I was like, no, I need to integrate this Mm -hmm. instead of reacting. I'm going to integrate. And so through that integration process, you know, that's when I made my manifestation. I'm like, no, I, you know what I need to do or what's in my best interest right now is to proclaim myself, Mm -hmm. not to retaliate, but to once again, clarify who I am Mm -hmm. and how I express myself and Mm -hmm. to not be afraid of the condemnations, the rejections and the shaming, Mm -hmm. but to know that as long as I'm in the space of self-love, that's the only validation I need. So it was really, really, and that's after that happened, I was like, oh, this is the greatest way for me to shift into 2019 illumination is to like get a reminder, like, oh my gosh, I'm still affected by shame in such a way Mm -hmm. where I came so close to retaliating, you know? So it was really nice for me to drop into that space of integration and just be like, okay, time to proclaim myself. Yeah. Well, it's like new levels, new devils, like the, the more out there you are and the more, you know the more followers you get, the more, you know, the more impact you're making, the more haters there are going to be. So you just got to learn how to like, every time you, every time we get to the next level, it's like, yeah, old patterns of shame or whatever will maybe pop up again, but it's like, now, you know, you know how to get rid of it quicker. Yeah. So I've done the same thing where I'm like, I like write out 10 message replies to the person. I'll be like, (laughs) and I'm like, delete, delete. Okay. I can't let this bother me, but I know it's the worst. So, and your manifestation was just like reclaiming. Yeah. To, to, you know, just make it very clear and to clarify instead of like retract and be like, Oh, feeling shame. like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't, you know, maybe I should wear clothes more often or it was like, no, no, no. I'm going to proclaim myself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, we love the content that you're putting out. He's like, you guys have to check him out. Keone is always on stories, like sharing amazing things. Um, And Keone also wanted to give you guys a promo code, FERN15, all uppercase, to receive 15% off the web store. I'm so excited about that. I'm literally going to buy everything, guys. Um, So tell us your website and your Instagram really quickly. Sure. So the website is pohala, which is spelled P-O-H-A-L-A dot net. 
And my Instagram is pohala underscore Hawaiian underscore botanicals. Yes. And we will link you guys to everything and we'll include the discount code in the show notes, but it's pretty easy guys for in 15. You can do that. Um, thank you so much. This was so amazing. I literally am so just like enlightened by how ferns are related to emotions. Like I just had no idea and I can't wait to just read more about them and deep dive it. So thank you so much for being here and you're so fun. Thank you so much. This has been so nice. And, you know, like to, pr- to proliferate, you know, fern ike, fern knowledge, it's just like my honor. And I just totally invite people to research, to go into their own emotions, to go into emotional recognition, emotional intelligence. The time is now, people, for us to come into recognition of our emotions. And this will lead us to our ascension and to our ultimate fulfillment. Yay. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. That's so beautiful. All right, guys, we're going to catch you next week. We're going to link you to everything in the show show notes and we will catch you later. Bye guys. Thank you so much for being a chill shocker girl and tuning in to shocker girl radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on chakras and on Amber Lee at the chakragirlco.com and follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the chakra girl co. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners. So DM her anytime.